Good morning. Welcome back to D&C in 23. I'm Dave, and we're talking about New York City. All things from Wednesday, June 21st at City Field, right off the 7 train in Flushing, New York City. Let's get on with the show. This was Dead & Company's 10th and penultimate time playing at City Field. They'll play their 11th and final show uh, today on Thursday, June 22nd. And they've hit City uh, almost every year since they've been touring. Uh, they all but 2015, their very first year, and all but 2020. Obviously, there was no no tour during the pandemic year. The shows in New York City are great. I was fortunate enough to go last year for the tour closer, which was at City. Um, and it's a little public service announcement, but if you're going to City Field, if you're thinking about going to City Field tonight, or you're going to be going to the Fenway shows uh, this weekend, I think those are, or the Oracle Park shows um, in San Francisco to close out the tour. The best seat for a baseball game is not necessarily the best seat for a concert. Um, you know, going right down by the first or third base dugouts, um, excellent seats for a baseball game, not necessarily the best seats for these concerts, uh, for two reasons. One, it's a little more difficult to see the stage because it's actually, those are some of the furthest points away from the stage. And second, um, with modern stadiums having the foul ball nets set up, which is a good thing. Um, the downside is that it, it adds an extra layer that you have to see through. You have to see through the net in addition to all the people in front of you to see the stage. So little pro tip, it's actually a better concert experience to be elevated, whether that's over on the left or right field side. Um, if you're in like the second or even the upper deck, you can still see the stage pretty well, and uh, the sound's going to reach you up there. So just a little personal pro tip from someone who's seen a couple of these shows at the baseball stadiums. Best seat for a baseball game might not be the best seat for a show. Anyway, the people, wherever you were sitting at this show at City, saw some good stuff. Let's talk about that set list. Set one, band took the stage at 744. Shakedown Street opener and Shakedown rolled into Bertha, goes into to start you off, and then Ramble on Rose, It Hurts Me Too, Dancing in the Street, Althea, and then Let It Grow. Seven songs in the first set. But they played for an hour and 20 minutes. They left the stage at 9.04. So only seven songs, but an hour 20 minutes. Tells me that they were jamming out some of the songs in that set. Alex listened to set one, and he took some notes on it. I missed set one because I was at a very interesting well, live music event, uh, I was at the, it's kind of a little mini Days Between segment. There were days. All right, I'll stop singing. No one wants that. Uh, there was a South Carolina Philharmonic concert at a 
beer distributor store that I went to here in Columbia, South Carolina. A three-piece orchestra of a cellist, a violinist, uh, and a violist, violist, a man playing a viola, uh, playing it really well. Didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what the vibe would be like there. They opened with an ACDC jam suite on strings, Highway to Hell into Back in Black into Thunderstruck. And the night took off from there. Um, you didn't come here to hear about that, but that's why I missed set one. I was listening to some some cool strings. Um, so Alex took some notes. I'm going to read the notes um, and I'm sure he'll supplement them when he's back on the mic uh, talking about tomorrow's show. So the shakedown opener, here's what he's got. Groovy bass line from O'Teal. I mean, duh. O'Teal rocks shakedown. Uh, he's had a few standout shakedowns already this tour, and this was another. Mayor and Bobby were absolutely locked in with one another, and I loved that little extra stank Bobby was putting on the vocals right before the poke-around rap. And then he commented that there was a nice groove in the outro jam that led into Bertha. Ramble on Rose, I mean, they're in New York City. You know they're playing this song. Um, having seen it in New York City last year, the crowd just eats it up, and it's it's excellent when they play this here. Last night, with this Ramble on Rose, the big Comenti solo Alex kept waiting for during Bertha showed up here instead quote excellent version so there you go Comenti really rocking on that ramble on rose hurts me too third performance of this song this summer and the best even though alex and i saw a great one in althea um i love what mayor does with this song i love how he's kind of he put his own stamp on it not to the same extent as the way he's done that with Brown Eyed Women or Deal, but he really gets into this song. Um, at least he did it the one we saw in Atlanta, and it sounds like he did here as well. Monster solo from John, putting his blues chops on full display, and then perhaps an even better solo from Kimenti, who absolutely takes us to church with the organ solo. So Kimenti's hot, and when Kimenti's hot, it's a good show. And uh, sounds like that was the case early in set one. From there into Dancing in the Street, uh, I just wanted to shout out, uh, June 21st was the summer solstice, and it seems appropriate that there would be a song about dancing in the streets on the first day of summer. I think that that's neat. From there, an, a set one, Althea. Reddit was all over this one. Uh, the commenters on Reddit says that this Althea was so hot, so hot it... Um, it led to an issue that we'll talk about later on. And then a Let It Grow uh, set closer. The same people on Reddit, talking about how hot the Althea was, were saying that this was the definitive version of Let It Grow. I mean, I saw a good one in, in Charlotte earlier this tour. Um, I'm sure that they played good ones before in their past. In order to verify that, we're going to need to go check out DeddyVersion.com, uh, Alex's own creation and uh if you've never been there pop on over to deddy version and play around with it and you can see what are some beloved versions by the masses of your favorite dead and company songs all right so that's set one set two 
at 9.40, so basically a 30-minute set break, pretty pretty short. Set two, they open with China Cat Sunflower into I Know You Rider, and then St. Stephen into Uncle John's Band, into Drums, and then Space, Out of Space into The Eleven, into Stella Blue, and then a U.S. Blues set closer, and an encore of Black Muddy River. Right before the set started, so right as they come out from the set break, they wheeled out a chair, and John Mayer came in and sat down in the chair. And then he took some time to explain to the crowd that he threw his back out yesterday. He did this by, he sat down and he stood back up, and he threw his back out. I just joined the 30 Club this year, and let me say this. I think a lot of us can relate to John Mayer there, just doing the most mundane activities and your body acts out and now you're in pain. And a lot of us listening, we don't have to stand around and jam out for three hours on a guitar. So, um, I mean, I don't relate literally with the back. For me, it's calf cramping. I wake up in the middle of the night with a calf cramp because I'm laying horizontally. So that's fun. Uh, but Mayer finished off by saying he was given a white pill, and he took that, and then a blue pill, and he took that. Um, so now, you know, he and a good chunk of the audience probably match in that regard. Anyway, the crowd, you know, gave him a hand. He was seated for this second set, and they roll into that that good, good opening start to China. Bob actually started going into China while Mare was still talking. He was he was just ready to roll. Uh, O'Teal to the rescue. You know, John's seated. My first thought was, you know, is this going to affect his playing at all? And O'Teal, I think, decided, hey, we're not going to even think about that because I'll just start going nuts on the bass. Mare was a little subdued in the mix. I don't know if that was, like, intentional because he was sitting or just... O'Teal was so loud that Mare sounded quieter. But, you know, during the the solo jamming part in China Cat, he was kind of looking around to see what everyone else is doing. And I think he saw everyone else still had all that energy from set one, and he started to go a little harder um, about halfway through his, his jam in China Cat. And finally, shout out to Mickey. Mickey Hart is 79 years old, and he's absolutely going nuts on this China Cat. Uh, he's going nuts on a set opener in a set where he then has to play drums in space and leads the charge in those songs and, and a set where after he does all that, he gets back on the kit for like another 30 minutes like he does in every set too. The stamina on this dude is unmatched. So credit to Mickey Hart. I mean, he's 79 and he's absolutely crushing it. And he was playing so well on this China Cat, but in particular, during that Mare jam solo, uh, Mickey supplemented it so well. And from China, they moved on. They had that good transition into the I Know You Rider. And this was pretty good musically, but we got to talk about the light show that was happening during this. It was really, really neat that when they did I Wish I Was a Headlight, they cranked the lights up to like maximum brightness. And... Um, on the video stream, you couldn't see 
like anything. You couldn't see the stage whatsoever. You could barely see people in like the last row of the crowd who were in front of the cameras. I mean, the lights were so blinding at the wish I was a headlight part. They shone so bright. Um, and also, here's how professional we are on this program. I looked up the difference between shined and shown because I didn't know which was right. And it's shown. So shown is the correct past participle um, to use in that situation. Uh, so there you go. Back to the music. O'Teal was grooving. Mayer started to heat up about halfway through this song. Um, either he was more comfortable in the chair uh, or those pills hit midway through the song. A couple other things to point out. Uh, that on the drums... Joe Russo joined them. Joe Russo, a New York City guy of J-Rad. Joe Russo's almost dead. So I think it's really neat that they incorporated him into the drums tonight. Um, Out of Space into the 11. This is the second time this tour that they've done that. So I wonder if they're getting a little more comfortable coming out of space into the funky time signature, the 11 eighths time signature. That is the 11. And with the 11 coming out, I hit two for two on estimated profits because we got a set one Althea and a set two eleven. Um, so a good night for me. And maybe it can be a good night for you too because the band's next show is tonight. It's a back-to-back at City Field. So they're back on it tonight, Thursday, June 22nd. And if you want to hit two for two on your song predictions too, it's time for a little estimated profits. So based on the last few set lists, here are our selections for Alex's and mine's picks. Alex has the first pick for tonight's show. He's doubling down on a song he picked uh, last time, trying to predict this show, that they didn't play last night. They're totally going to play Truckin' in New York City. Alex has the first pick. He's taking Truckin'. This next two is a little... A little more challenging, but here's what I'm going with. Going with a New York City Terrapin Station. Mm, Yeah, I think that's happening. And then I don't need to call where it is in the set, but I think a set two closer of Casey Jones is on the way. So Terrapin Station, Casey Jones are my two. For Alex's second pick, you got to check our socials to find out. That's Twitter at WorkingMansPod. Instagram at workingmans underscore pod. Uh, you can check the Dead and Company subreddit where Alex will post the picture uh, of our picks, and you can comment on your picks for your estimated profit selections below. Um, if you don't have social media but you still want to get involved, please just send us an email at workingmanspod at gmail.com. And as a reminder, anyone who ends the tour both with a higher score than either of us and the highest score overall win some prizes and some good stuff that we found at shakedowns along the way. That will do it for this episode of DNC in 23 with half of WP. The other half is back with you tomorrow and we'll be back to discuss night two at city field uh, from Thursday, June 22nd. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, know our love will not fade away. <laughs>